Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The NBA. Everybody knows I love the NBA. Everybody knows I love basketball. They lost me. They lost me this last weekend. They really did. And I'll admit that I part of me not watching so much was the fact that I, and I mentioned this earlier in the show, I attended the cross-country uh, skiing World Cup, which was in town. So I had stuff going on, right? Like I'm out and about, I'm doing fun stuff, whatever. You're a man amongst town? But everybody knows that I love basketball. It's my favorite sport. It's not even close. I love the Wolves. I love the NBA. But they lost me. The NBA All-Star Weekend, they got to start over. They got to start over. They got to do something different. Okay, They have to do something different. The not playing defense in the All-Star game does not work for most people that love the, the sport of basketball. I have no issue with it going back to East versus West. That's awesome. No issue there. But 211 to 186, come on. And and now, at the same time, I do want to acknowledge and, and state that we know that they should not be playing like overly aggressive defense and all because we don't want people to get hurt. It's an exhibition game, okay? But there has to be a balance. And for for it to to end up being what we watched over the course of last night, quite honestly, I was not watching it with any real intent to be entertained. I had the TV on. I was looking up stuff. I was doing other things. But I wasn't watching every single second of the NBA All-Star Game, number one. Number two. And I love reaction from any NBA fans out there. 651-461-9226. We got to start over with the dunk contest. The dunk contest is meaningless now. The dunk contest, and I know this is going to come off as a hater, but Mac McClung winning the dunk contest again is terrible for the NBA. Let me repeat, terrible for the NBA. Why in the world is there, why in the world is there a G League player able to win the dunk contest in the NBA? Why? It makes no sense to me. He should not be participating. I don't, I don't think it's right. I don't think it helps the NBA at all. Maybe he can win the dunk contest. You win a you win a contract for the rest of the year. Maybe that's part of it. No, it, I want to see actual guys that play in NBA games. No, I, I no, I, I agree with you. 
I, I think last year was a fun story. This year, I didn't think it was fun last year. I mean, I, I don't know. I you you look at a guy like that, and you're like, okay, there's no way he should be in this. And then it was a fun story because nobody wants to be in it. I don't know how you can market it to be. It's it's like guys purposely you know, checking out of the home run derby. Like you you want your biggest names to be there. Anthony Edwards in the dunk contest would be fantastic, but what what is the incentive for these guys? Like Mac McClung, I mean, absolutely nobody would know who Mac McClung is if it wasn't for the dunk contest. I I don't know how you. Can, I mean, I know who he is because I saw him in in college basketball. Yeah, but the the average fan isn't going to know. No, but how do you how do you make it attractive to people? You get stars to get in it. That's, that's how do you attract the stars though? Monetary. I I, I think that you offer up a monetary prize. Mac McClung doesn't help the All Star game at all. It doesn't help the all. It doesn't help the dunk contest. It doesn't help the All Star weekend. No one wants to see people that fans have never heard of or cannot see any other time. Tell me when you can watch Mac McClung at any point this year. You can't because you can't watch him. He is a G leaguer. Mm-hmm. I, I, no, it, I, I'm, I'm not. I hate it. I'm I not, hate it. I'm not disagreeing with it. I think where the dunk contest for me, it's kind of like the same thing. You're jumping over guys. It, it, it's kind of like this a different version of the same dunk. I don't know if there's. But it some, looks different when different people are doing it. Maybe, but it just comes off as okay. I kind of know what we're gonna see, and I've seen it before. I think that's for me with the dunk contest. I mean, I, I love like Dominique Wilkins being at it, Harold Miner, like you know. I mean, guys like that, Michael Jordan, obviously. But th- there was a certain amount of it. Used to be must see TV, and it's no longer that. And, it, and it's not. But that. you know why? It's because stars don't do, put it like this. They'd, when ra- I, they'd rather sit there and watch. And when and I saw, and when, when I saw Anthony Edwards, I'm not Anthony Edwards. Carl Anthony Towns dunk last night in the mm-hmm. All Star game. D- did you hear the uh, announcers? They got excited. I did too. I was like, I was like, hold on, cat. Cat's got that. I was like, cat's getting jiggy <laughs> with it. What's cat? So, so my point is, is that I think that some of the the reason why the dunk contest nobody cares is because stars aren't doing it anymore. And with all due respect, there may be something that you've seen mm-hmm. before, yeah, but it means something. When a star does it, so if if we saw something from, uh, you know, let's say a uh, uh, Mac McClung, just because that's the name that's, and not to diss on Mac McClung, he's doing exactly what he should in terms of promoting himself and get it. Uh, he's earned it. He's earned it. But if you see the same thing between Mac McClung or Anthony Edwards, is it going to get more of a reaction and mean more from Anthony? Absolutely, Edwards because of. Th- because of the level that he's at. There's name recognition with Anthony Edwards. The world mm-hmm. knows who Anthony Edwards is. The world does not know who Mac McClung is. Like, Mac, Mac McClung is a two-time NBA dunk champion. Mm-hmm. No one cares. That does not help the NBA. 651-461-9226. Um, it says from the 763, I think you got to hand out the dunk contest championship to a different person every year because it's like winning employee of the year, if you will. I don't care if you have repeat people win it. That doesn't bother me. 
they have to be NBAers, though. That you cannot have G Leaguers doing it. I, I'll give you the perfect example. Name me the G Leaguer that's going to be in the three point contest. I couldn't tell you. You don't see it. Mm, you why. don't see it. That's why. And and this is the thing. Part of it is big time stars have been scared to get into the dunk contest. One of the biggest because think, what happens if they lose? I don't even I don't even think it's about necessarily losing. I think it's about them being like, "Well, I can't be super creative, so I'm not going to do it." There's no reason why in a 20-year career that LeBron James has never done the dunk contest. None. If Michael Jordan can do it three times, if Dominic Wilkins can do it five times, Mm -hmm. if Dr. J can do it, why can't LeBron James do it? I think that the new stars, they're scared because they're like, you know what? After Vince Carter, what can we really do? Seriously, Vince Carter ruined it for a lot of people. But yeah, but at the same time, if you've got some of these lesser known names and you have a star and that star gets beat by a lesser name, like I mean it's it's wouldn't it be a sense of pride too? Nope. I, no. I, what I'm saying is it's less about losing and it's more about I can't be as creative as Vince Carter. I can't legitimately pull off some of the weird, freakish stuff that he was mm-hmm. able to do. And my point is, LeBron, don't be scared of that. Now, Le- Le- I don't want to see LeBron do it now because LeBron's mm-hmm. what? How old is he? 39? 39. 39. No, no one wants to see that now. But at some point, man, you got to have these, these megastars, these superstars do it. You'll never see a greatest shooter of all time type in Steph Curry pass on the three-point shot. They always do it. With dunking, guys are scared to do it now. I'm dead serious. But that's the reason why we got to keep it within the NBA players. And and, and trust me, I'm not trying to come across as a hater for Mac McClellan. I respect him. I watched him play at Georgetown. He also played at Texas Tech. Okay, so I'm aware of his game. All right? But my point is, is it doesn't help the brand. It doesn't help the product. If you got... Mac McClellan, you will not see Luca Garza, who's a G League All World. He's not going to be in the three point contest. You're not going to see Luca Garza. I don't want to see Luca Garza shooting threes. That's not a thing. So I'm just not going to do it. This was a seven six three. I'm forty three. I was a huge NBA fan as a kid. All of the All Star festivities have taken an odd turn. It's not nearly as entertaining. It's because a lot of the stars just don't want to be a part of some of the mm-hmm. biggest things. Seven six uh six five one. The best slam dunk contest was when Spud Webb won it. Oh I, I without question the best slam dunk ever uh in terms of like for me was Vince Carter. Like Vince Carter, he was unreal. And Dominique Wilkins was him being in a slam dunk contest trumped anything Spud mm-hmm. Webb did, in my opinion. Yeah I and I'm I'm looking at some of these names I mean, when was the last big name to win it? Donovan Mitchell won it back in 2018. You had Zach Levine back-to-back in 15 and 16. John Wall before then. You know, Dwight Howard. I mean, you had these, you know, not to say no names, but you had 
somebody named Fred Jones back in 2004. Yeah, Fred Jones was the was the basketball player that um out of uh he played at Oregon and he I mean he was a leaper. I mean but that's I'm a geek that way. Like I yeah. know who Fred Jones oh, is. Oh yeah, no no. I <laughs> I watched him in college basketball. Yeah, so but I'm I mean I, yeah, I'm I'm going back and I see you know Gerald Green, I mean Nate Robinson, you know won it what two three times. You know, but I mean if you go back to I don't I, I feel like the late 80s to early 90s between, say, between 87, you know, even going back to 86 with Spud Webb. Hell, even 85, 84 with Larry Nance. You know, Larry Nance, Dominique Wilkins, Spud Webb. You know, all the way through. I mean, I remember D. Brown and Cedric Sabalas, Harold Miner. Yeah. Isaiah Ryder, man. I was in. I. East Bay Funk East, Dunk. The East Bay Funk Dunk, man. I was sitting in the upper level with my buddy Phil. And uh, we saw the East Bay Funk Duck, and it was just, it was incredible. Like it, you you do need you do need something to come back. Yeah, absolutely. That this texture showing me. This texture's he says, "What is G League? Be nice. I yeah. just don't know." Google search Matt McClung. I'm being serious. Not everybody knows where the G League is at. Like, okay, not everybody knows where the G League is at. I it's mean, the you, spot, man. You might you might know where the G League is at, man. You got to hit the spot, man. Hey, you know? The G, the, you got to hit the spot. Speaking of hitting the spot, that's why I love the All-Star game when you got Dame Lillard firing at 51-footers. Loved it. Hey, Cat did go for 50. Did you hear the cheap shot that Draymond Green took at Cat uh, yesterday? No. Oh, you didn't hear it? No, I didn't. Oh, I'll tell you in the break. But we right. have to play it on the other side of a break. Is it uh, is, is it our? Can I play it without editing? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was on the broadcast last, last night. A six five one four six one nine two two six. Love to get your reaction. Love to get your text. We'll do it next year on the Lake Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I mean, when you look at Vince Carter, I mean, Kobe Bryant, so many legends, dude. Oh, yeah. So many legends. And I'm not saying that everybody that's ever won the dunk contest has been awesome. That's not what I'm saying. Because I wasn't a big fan of Cedric Sabalos in the dunk contest. I'm not going to sit here and act like Fred Jones was all that. Josh Smith. I mean, Nate Robinson, I think his performances were overrated. That was another guy I was going to ask you about because he won three. I think he won more than anybody else because I think Miner had two. What's that? Overrated. Overrated? Hey, overrated. man, Mac McClung has now got as many as Dominique and uh, Jordan. I just, oh, man. It's like, serious. I was in L.A. at the dunk contest when Blake Griffin jumped over the car. I was there. I was in the building. Kenny Smith. By the way, Kenny Smith, dude. You should you should go ahead and put out the apology right now. Did you hear what he said about um he basically he made some very non-flattering comments about Kate, uh about not Caitlin Clark, about um Sabrina Nescu. Because you know she had the battle with um with Steph. With Steph. Yeah. Well, he he made a comment about and I didn't hear it live. So 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 but but I but I read about it. Where essentially he was talking about how she should have used, um, like, a woman's ball, or I think, or something like that. Something that like, basically, she should have did something more in line with the women's game as opposed to the... And I'm like, what? Kenny, you need to take, you need to take a step back and apologize. Like, everybody was ticked off about Wow, that. yeah, he, no, he I, was, I wasn't watching that close. He was trending Saturday night, and for, it wasn't a good thing. For the wrong reason. For the hmm. wrong reasons. Oh, real quick, I mentioned before the break that um, that Draymond Green had uh, a shot that he took at the Minnesota Timberwolves. Listen to what he had to say after Carl, because Carl Anthony Towns was lighting it up in the NBA All Star game last night. Take a listen to this clip. This look like the old Minnesota days. Cat got forty, they down twenty. <laughs> See. <laughs> okay, that's funny. And, and you and you cut out of it quick, but they were like they everybody laughed about that, right? Yeah. Where where essentially he was like, yeah, okay, yeah, cat, you getting all the points, but um, but yeah, y'all y'all still some losers. Okay, I come you on, know, dude. I mean, I'm not. Come on, all right, Draymond. I'm not a I'm not a Draymond guy. I wasn't a Draymond guy going back to Michigan State, but that's funny. Like that's okay. That that made me chuckle. That when I think chuckle. about the slam dunk contest, I do not think Bernard King. I love Bernard King. Mm-hmm. He was an all-time New York Nick. Yeah. But I don't think slam dunk uh, contest. Don't forget about Larry Johnson, Grandmama. Man, that was a great marketing. Great bit. Oh, man. Larry Johnson, Alonzo Mourning, like, the, you know, the two bigs for when the Charlotte Hornets had just that awesome logo. Man, I I remember that. See, the, the, the thing about the All-Star game, like, I, I enjoyed it just because – I like seeing these athletes do things that, I mean, I can't even imagine doing in my dreams. Unbelievable. The 
the thing that kind of annoys me about All-Star Games at this point is the whole East, West, American League, National League, they got these specialty jerseys. Like, just wear your team jerseys. Like, to me, it was much cooler. Like, as a kid, when I was watching, I'm like, okay, there's Kevin Garnett. I'm like, yes, Timberwolves, that's my team. That's my guy. And now everybody's kind of got the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I was looking for Anthony Edwards last night, or I was looking for Cat. I'm like, where are they? It's like every you got the red jerseys and the blue jerseys. Like, it just it was a lot more fun for me when you can see your guy with your team represent. I mean, All-Star Games, when I got to see Kirby Puckett or, you know, Kent Herbeck or whoever, like, wearing a Twins jersey, like, that was pretty cool. Hey, real quick, Anthony Edwards barely played. That had to have been, like, there's some rationale behind it. There's a reason behind that. And Coach Finch, clearly, there was there was a wink-wink like, yeah, you're not going to play that much. Mm-hmm. Because um, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George each played 10 minutes. That's the least amount in the All-Star game. The second, of, of all teams, the second least was 13 minutes with Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards played less time than LeBron James. Yeah, wasn't he dealing with a knee issue though? I think that's but but I think that that's well, I wouldn't for the last I mean, the last couple of weeks he's been dealing with that, so I don't think uh, I don't I wouldn't he went for like 40 something like literally like last week. So I wouldn't say it's a yeah. knee issue. Like what would we say he's sore or something like well, that? Well, that's what I, I mean. I, not, I, not like it's I, I think he's I don't think it's hindering him. From playing, mm-hmm. but I think that they're trying to give him a little bit of rest. Well, this is a way to, to get him in the game, yeah, and let him let him rest, let him be a part of it. And I mean, they, they weren't going real hard, which is kind of you know kind of nice. But I would have liked to see Anthony Edwards kind of get up and I mean the stuff I said last Friday. Well, he's one of the guys that the fans want to see. Oh man, he, he he's a highlight every single night. Anthony Edwards, he might be one of the top. Five must-watch guys in the NBA right now. He's definitely top five. I, I mean, I just I was trying to be a little little conservative. Six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll take a look at the local weather, and then coming up next, when you see people that have been out of working or in the workplace the last I don't know how many months or maybe a year or two, let's not be so quick to judge them based on the gap in time in which they worked. We'll tell you why next year on the Lake Show. Oh, I love me some Sade. Yes, I do. One thing that has to change is how we view people that have been out of the job place for a while. If you're new, hopping back into the job market after taking a year off or possibly even a couple of years, you should not be looked down upon. You should not be viewed as somebody that's not bringing a ton to the table. And the reason why this is now an issue is because with all that we deal with, From one person to the next. From one community to the next. Throughout this country. 
with all the situations that we've dealt with, pandemic-related, and just trying to get maybe people transitioning to new careers. More people are taking health and well-being breaks and disclosing them to prospective employers. Whereas years ago, there were a lot more questions about gaps in your employment. Think about that for a second. Remember years ago, if you were off from work for so many months or year or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then you were applying for a new job or you wanted to do something, and then they looked at your resume and they're like, well, what you been doing? Like, that's... Don't don't feel guilty about being out of the workplace for a year because one thing we know about is stress. One thing that we know about is everybody has stuff. And sometimes in life, you just got to set it down for a minute. I've got a ton of friends that have transitioned out of successful careers into mm-hmm. doing other things, accepting new challenges. Wanting to move into, I have a friend with a a nice, well-paying job. She's worked in the banking industry. She's worked in several different industries, sports uh, teams industry, as well as banking. She stepped away about a year ago because she wanted to take some time off. She's going to be able, and, and it's not like she can't go back because she's super talented, right? She could she, go back when she wants. She's going to be able to go back and land okay. a good job, right? She could do consulting work if she wants to right now. But the whole point of it is, is when you work hard and then you get to a point where you feel like you need a little bit of a break, you want to do certain things with your children, yep. you want to take a little bit of time off. Because I think those days of just, Grinding yourself and grinding yourself and grinding yourself and working hard and hard, hard, year after year after year, week after week after week, month after month. I don't want, I don't think that people should have to feel like that anymore. It's unsustainable now. It is. And people get fatigued. Yeah. There's a lot of burnout, like the burnout and all of the other external factors that we deal with on a daily basis because the entire complexion of the world has changed and not for the better. And when we're talking about, you know, people having these gaps on their resume, it used to be embarrassment. And I feel like yep. that's where people, it was almost, you felt shame. You, you did because it's like, well, okay, well you were out of work for two months. Well, what were you doing? Are you lazy? Yeah. And, and that's it. Yeah. The perception is if you're not working, you're lazy, which is the furthest thing from the truth. And now I I feel like we're more accepting of situations outside of work where we're like, okay, maybe I just, I wanted to take some time off because I had to catch my breath. I was burnt out. I wanted to spend more time in my family, with my family. All of these are completely reasonable, but they weren't acceptable to employers. I don't feel, you know, maybe that's one of the the positive things that has come out of the pandemic that we've gotten to the point where we realize that there's there's more to life than just grinding 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 going from one job to another work your way up get a promotion 
you know, you've got to be in the same. And I, I feel, Henry, that it used to be, well, you got to say in the same realm. You have to say you have to stay in the same occupation. Yep. And if you go from this occupation to this occupation to this occupation, you're like a you're, you're a job hopper. Well, that's a red flag. Why are you always jumping, you know, jumping from one job to another that aren't even connected? Yep. Going from radio to banking to retail to fast food to, you know, bill collecting, whatever it might be. And you're like, well, why? People are trying different things nowadays for different reasons. And I feel like it's more except like burnout. Burnout is a very, very real thing now because a lot of people really do work hard. And there are people that just can't get back into the workforce. And I mean, younger kids, too. You see these, you know, college degrees. It's like college graduates. They can't get their first job. And it, I mean, it's it's hard. We are in a very tough environment right now. Well, listen to this. And this is an example from uh, CNBC. Bobby Bain had been working at American Airlines for less than a year when she received devastating news. Her son died. She hadn't worked long enough to qualify for unpaid family leave, she said, so she decided to quit. I worked my two-week notice that I barely remember, and that's that. Bain said that it took about six months to recover, during which time she was caring for a sick family member. About the time I got my head squared back away, the pandemic came around, and there was just no work anywhere. She said that she started applying for jobs when the airline started hiring again. By that time, about two years had passed, she added. Listen to this. Quote, I started applying for jobs, but almost everybody said, well, what have you been doing? Mm -hmm. She said. I don't even know how to answer them. Like, think about that. Remember how I said, you know, you, that there's a, a little bit of a, you know, some people will feel shame. People should not have to feel that way. There's a perception like, out there. Like, life happens. I mean, she, think about how devastated she was. She lost a child. And then the pandemic hit. So, if there are gaps in your resume, and, and that's a different circumstance, right? Like, Losing a loved one in that way, but even if you even if you need to take a little bit of a break, you should not be docked. Like right, you know what I'm saying? And when yeah. I say docked, I'm talking about I'm not talking about literally docked, but like you shouldn't be frowned upon based on okay, I took a year off. That's not how this should work. Yeah, everybody's got something, and and I think it plays into the whole mental health thing. Well, if you're taking time off, then you're weak. Like, why can't you just power through it? Why can't you just come to work and do your job? And it can be a nice distraction. You know, all sorts of, of these excuses that just don't fly today. You know, say, well, maybe, you know, you're a little soft. I don't feel like we're soft. I feel like we're we're more accepting of people's certain situations because we've all got things that we're dealing with. And you don't want to be frowned upon. I mean, people are going to judge you when you're going to take time away. But your time away is for things that you feel you need to take care of in your life. I've always been of the – well, not always. I've come to the realization that my job used to define me. Like I was like, man, this is who I am. This is what I do. And the older that I get, I'm like, this is my job. But – I've got so many things outside of this that are really more of who I am and what I'm dealing with in the real world. And if something happens, 
I would like to think that I'm in a situation where it's like, hey, I got to step back because I got some serious stuff going on and I need to get that sorted out. And then, you know, we, we can talk about making other arrangements. Well, you just said something that's, that, that I strongly talk about all the time with people. I have never once um, identified myself as, quote, a talk show host. Now, 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 if people ask me, what do you do for a living? Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to say it. But I'm talking about, like, I don't, like, when I look in the mirror, that's not what I see. There, I think a lot of people, when they have unique jobs, they identify or view themselves like, I don't. I don't Th- their worth is based on. What my, their job is and how they're perceived by others. My worth has nothing to do with radio. It has nothing to do with the TV stuff. It has nothing to do with that. I am Henry Lake trying to be a good human being. Mm-hmm. That that's that's how I view myself. I don't yeah, there are certain things that I do, but I'm not I'm not gonna be, you know, don't you know who I am? Or oh, I'm a I'm a yeah. TV guy. I'm a radio guy. Yeah. I'm this. I'm that. No, because to me, at the end of the day, I just don't. Then that, that doesn't matter to me. I just want to do the best that I can because there's so much stuff that you can do. But I don't. I do kind. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. With you, I do kind of have an issue with people that identify. I'm not saying you, but I'm yeah, talking yeah. about like there are people that that because to me, those people that identify themselves as just that. Yeah, that's when you get into big upping on other people, and I don't like that. Like people that look down on other people, with like because this, of who this, I am and my stature and and my title. Can, stuff can come and go, man, in a blink of an eye. Yeah, it, it can. Well, it took me. What are you? Because my, the, oh, this is the ultimate question. Mm-hmm. What are you if you're not on the radio? Who yeah. are you if you're not on te- TV? What are you? Yeah. Who are you at the at the at the at the crux of who you are? Who? How do you identify? Mm-hmm. Because if you take all the shiny stuff away, who are you really? And that's what I tell people all the time. It it took me in 2002 when I broke my neck and I was going through my divorce, bankruptcy, and all of that stuff. And, I mean, I lost everything, almost lost my life. That was, you know, 20 years ago. That's when it clicked for me. I'm like. Everything that I had was like material, mm-hmm. and now it it kind of that was the hard reset button, and that was okay. If I survive this, I have to re-identify myself, and I have to identify as something that I used to be because I'm going to be something different going forward. And I'm thankful that all of that stuff happened to me because it. At the end of the day, you're absolutely right. A lot of this vanity stuff, it can go away. And if that's what you identify based on how you feel people should perceive you or your title, then I feel like you're doing it all wrong. Uh, This in the 320, having a gap in your resume should no longer be a blocker to your employment, which we agree with. That's why we're talking about this topic. Yes, absolutely. They say, I have gaps. And when applying to new roles, I always get the question about, uh, about them. It's often by older recruiters or hiring managers. It is really frustrating when they brush you off when you state you wanted time in between roles. I, I get it, yeah, and, I and co- that's why we're talking about. Completely this right now. understand with this. Yeah, this is this is absolutely. I, I think a, a really good text from the three two zero, as you'd say. Hey, real quick. Uh, according to a LinkedIn survey of twenty three thousand workers in twenty twenty two, nearly two thirds, sixty two percent of employees have taken a career break at some point. 
and 35% will be interested in one in the future. That same year, LinkedIn rolled out its career break feature, allowing members to indicate breaks in their profile's work history for 13 reasons, ranging from full-time parenting to travel and bereavement to relocation and career transition. All right, 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. We'll come back, wrap up the uh, the hour or the wrap up the show, and we'll do that next. All right, final couple of minutes here on The Lake Show. Quick reminder, I am off actually tomorrow night. I did mention that earlier in the show. Steve Thompson in for me. I have uh, something, something to do tomorrow evening. So I'll be out. It's kind of an interesting juggling act this week. So Stevie T is in for me tomorrow. Yep. Then we've got Inside Twins on Wednesday. We're back at it, 6.30 on Wednesday. Yep. That's been the regular situation here. I think this is the, the last Inside Twins, too. It's the last, last one. Last exactly. one, yeah. Exactly. Then Thursday, full show. Yep. Then, what is that? Yeet. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. I just, oh. they and say it, it on wrestling. Oh, okay. All right, and then Friday, we've got a shortened show later we're on after what? Twins baseball. By the way, did you see that uh, spring training? Um, what's his name? I think it was his first at bat for Carlos the Santana. No. Oh, uh, Shohei Otani. Yeah, Shohei Otani. Yeah, home run. Homer. Yeah. I thought you were talking about uh, Carlos Santana's. What did he do? He doubled his first at bat. Oh, nice. All right. Yes. Yeah, we'll sm- take it. Smooth. Smooth. You a fan of that signing? I am, yeah. I, I mean, I know Kitty Pitch. Kitty Pitch every third day. Huh? Yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. It's fine. I mean, great defensive first baseman. You don't know if Alex Kirilov's going to be healthy. Well, you, we don't have people, do, they do realize we don't have uh, Donnie back, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, seriously. So we needed another first baseman. Yeah, and I mean, if Brooks Lee, you know, comes up sometime during the season. Well, maybe Edward Julian moves over. I mean, the, the Twins have a lot of pieces. Give us some depth. Like, I get it. Yeah. Do we want to add another arm? I want them to. But I'm not going to be upset when they don't add. I mean, when they add a good player. Yeah. I, I think right now you're banking on Chris Paddock. Yes, and, absolutely. And that's a huge question mark because if Chris Paddock's healthy, you got a pretty good one. Bailey Ober had to be rested last year because he was, you know, exhausted because of the innings. Can they get him, you know, stretched out a little bit more? You know, people want to see Louis Varland in the starting rotation. I think he stays in the bullpen. I, I mean, I, I think, think that Louis Varland is going to be in the bullpen. Yes, I, I think he will too. And then you got, you know, Andrew Discofini. So, I mean, your starting rotation is going to be okay. I think you really got to depend on your top two. Well, Pablo well, Lopez and Joe Ryan. Well, what they're banking on is that, well, I, I think that Wesson's going to be, I, I think that Paddock, you have to trust that Paddock's going to be fine. I mean, he looked really good yeah, when he, he came did. back last year. In a short year. sample size, yes. Yeah, small sample size. But but I think that more than anything, what they're banking on, and it sounds like, they think their bullpen's going to be really That's, good. They're, they're going back to the Kansas City Royals, what, 2014, 2015, six innings and, and let's go. Six innings handed over, you know, and if that's the way that you feel you want to play, that you got to play, you know, three out of those games, three of those games, okay, I- I'm okay with it because Major League Baseball has changed over the years. So 
strengthen up the bullpen and, you know, let's go. See what happens. Let's go. All right, everybody. Speaking of going, we're done here. Stevie T in for me. I will talk to you guys Wednesday evening at 630 right here on News Talk 830 WCCO. We call it The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.